right here. Just pay attention to us. The Middle Children. Hello, I'm Jesse Jollis. And I'm Chris Burns. And this is Middle, Middle Children. Beautiful. Hi. Hi. How the hell are you? You know, I'm I'm amazing. I I'm wow. fulfilled. Ugh. I am in love. I have purpose. I have purpose. <laughs> I have no stress or issues at all. I have money. I have money. Did I tell you recently I fell into money? I fell physically into <laughs> a giant swimming pool. Oh. Chuck full of money. Like duck like ducktails. What? In DuckTales, doesn't he jump into a pool of money? I don't know that I've seen DuckTales. DuckTales! I've heard of it. Wow. I feel like we've had this conversation before. Are you, have you recently been watching DuckTales? No, I haven't. That's like, a. I actually was so impressed with myself for getting the name DuckTales correct. Because I, I almost said Duck correct. Dynasty. It is correct, I believe. Um, but yeah, DuckTales. I famously don't really watch cartoons, but I knew that. Ducks don't need money. Ducks famously are very stressed out and paddle really quickly under the water, but look calm above. And I've always identified with ducks. Thank you for knowing. But that's not duck tails. That's Jesse tails. The ducks? When you say <laughs> duck, is it a metaphor? Oh, no. I was talking about real ducks. Let's pretend that this podcast is like a... Famous podcast. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was going to say, like, you know, the videos on, like, let's, let's, like, we're strong. I wake up every morning at 4 a.m. and I meditate yes. until 4.45. Yes. And then my wife and I yeah. spend an hour together meditating simultaneously on a treadmill. We have two treadmills side by wow. side. We hold hands. That's gorgeous. And we kill two birds with one stone. We run on the treadmill yeah. and we reconnect with both ourselves and oh, each other. That's gorgeous. My husband, I can't. He says I'm the greatest weight that's ever existed. So he likes to bench press me. He likes to carry me around. He likes to. Uh, that must um, be why he's so thin and skinny <laughs> and weak because you're so light. Exactly. And so we have fun with that because, you know, in the morning, it's like I'm a rag doll. And then I get right into the stock markets. Right Once I wake up and I'm, I'm reading about the stocks and I'm turning a profit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, how much money did you make this morning? That's the thing about money. I'm making money all the time. I think I've I've already cleared twenty thousand, and it's not even ten a.m. So money is just money comes and then it keeps coming. Does that make sense? Money comes, but I never, I've never one time spent a dollar. No, not I don't spend money because people give it to me and they give me things for free because they know I have money. And my energy, and they'll say, your energy, I want you to have this for I free. I've gotten everything free. I've ever had for free. I got this dog for free. Oh, my God. I love that dog. And he made, uh, I think he made 30000 this morning. Oh, my God. Good for that dog. Um, Dogs who, yeah, I think that people don't realize you could have a hobby, and that hobby makes you money. And then you have a friend, and that friend makes you money. And then you go and you buy an accessory that then makes money. 
Totally. You're and constantly. I try. I don't yeah. even have friends. I no. have business opportunities. Right. <laughs> Every friend that I've ever had, I've in some way assumed that they can get me more money. Well, and they can. And uh, everyone I've ever picked has. I was wow. friends with Mark Zuckerberg before sure, Facebook. Sure, sure, sure. I was friends with Jeff Bezos before oh. Amazon. Wow, 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 wow. And I was friends with Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ, I believe. Yeah. Wow. Before, you know, the earth everything, or whatever. The earth and everything that happened. It just with religion, which famously is a very big business. Religion is, that's a moneymaker, you know? Have you accepted Jesus into your heart? Me? No. I personally don't believe in religion, but I do believe in the religion of making money. And I do think that is a religion for me. Wow. Yeah. Now that's upsetting. For Jesus? For Jesus. I know. But, you know, he, uh, it's just, that's, that's where I'm at with that, you know? Okay, well. God, I feel accomplished. I, I feel so, my wife weighs 66 pounds. What? And she's seven foot tall. Wow. She's. Seven and a half. Ooh. And you know what? Every morning we wake up and I say, babe, did you gain weight? Because I want her to always know in this house that that's what we strive for. Losing weight or gaining it? Maintaining. Maintaining it. I understand. And I see you. I see you on that. And that's why I've never had anything over a um, 0.5% body fat. I love that. I recently. Yeah. I recently was going through my closet and I was just laughing to myself quietly because I was like, it's so nice that everything fits. And there isn't I've one never thing. Not fit. <laughs> there isn't one thing in my closet that has sort of changed its, yeah. uh, you know, look on me. And so what's nice is I go, oh, I want to wear that thing. And then my body says, and you shall, and you will love it. I close my eyes, I reach in, I pull out whatever, and it fits impeccably. It fits. It's, it's also so how I nice. shop. Is it? Everything I've ever tried on at a store fits me like a glove. That's what's so nice, and it is really underrated about, because I know our society about being little is like, the worst case scenario, it just swims on me and I belt it. That's worst case. I've never had to belt either, because no. everything fits perfectly wow that's that is stunning i've gotten chased down the streets in (gasps) almost every city by people who are fashion designers asking me to model their clothes um during fashion week i have to lock myself oh my god for protection in my own apartment because i find the you know modeling vapid it's vapid while i have made more money than Gigi hadid heidi klum and Naomi Campbell combined mm, modeling. Mm, mm, and that mm. was only one show. Sure, sure. You know, I prefer doing things that are more... What's the word I'm looking for? Substantial. Financial. Financial. Financially driven. Financially driven. Absolutely. Uh, and your book's coming out, isn't it? Yeah. How to Make Money and Not Look Fat. That's. I really think it's going to pop off. And um, the foreword was written by Oprah Winfrey after oh, she lost the weight. Thank God. And there's no talk of bread, I hope. No. no. Actually, she rescinds that famous uh, quote. 
And she says, I realize that I don't love bread. Bread loves me. Bread's and it's an unhealthy me. love right. that I've pushed away. That's stunning. And you know what? I said, and you know, we're not speaking. Well, oh, oh. Oprah and I, because she stole my inspiration for the own network and oh, she took dear. it. Oh, no. And I said, I'm so sorry. no. No, I won't forgive you. Not, but, not this time. Because she stole your magazine idea, too. She did. The Oprah. You've, you've let it slide already. So I do think it is, you know, now yeah. you really have to put your foot down on that. Good for you. How's your book of memoirs? Yeah. Tall, skinny woman. Tall, skinny woman with a bunch of lies. It's with big really tits. Big tits. Big tits. Yeah. I think that as a woman with big, big tits, tits, tiny waist. Big tits, tiny waist. And you know, I think that a lot of women obviously want big tits. And I think a lot of men, you know, want want them titties. But the thing they like is to motorboat them. To motorboat. But when you have them, it's you're walking around and you are I don't want to say a target, but kind of just noticed you know what i mean you're yeah. noticed you're seen and mm-hmm. you are sexualized and you are and not consenting to that correct me if i'm wrong but yeah. you famously had your tits mm. emptied, emptied and refilled with money yes i personally don't like how fat feels you know what i mean but i it's, love i've never felt it but i could imagine the yeah, way it looks not good it looks like no. No, butter. it's definitely a no for me. But money is just something that to me feels like home and it feels safe and it feels fun. And so I do have my tits filled with money. And that's why my diet is primarily change. Yeah. Because they say you are what you eat. So every uh, for lunch, I usually have a penny. Oh, I start the morning with a dime. Wow. And at Breakfast nighttime, sometimes I'll have a quarter or two Good if I'm you. treating myself. Yeah, why not? You know? Yeah. And dessert is usually gold. I have a gold. little scrape of gold. Oh, I love that. People love to put gold on things. And I think that's so marvelous because... I love it. It's we, not a waste at all. It's not a waste. Not in this society. Not when everybody is pretty much across the board rich and equal that's and doing well and doing well you know and i'm pretty sure mental health in america is through the roof really really good really really good and there was a time i remember thinking could it be this good you know yeah and then sure enough it was it was that good yeah that's really nice wow We've been doing this for nine minutes. I'm impressed. <laughs> I yeah, I got I got I what a beautiful. It was metaphor. fun to be that person. I'll I say. did like her. There is a part that is fun. Like sometimes, if you know, you meet people who are on vacation mentally, and you go, "What is it like?" Yeah. What What is it like? And I guess. You know, it, it it's part of it's freeing and part yeah, of it's yeah. insane, you know? Well, Jesse, how are you now that we're back to ourselves? Now that we're back to ourselves, I am sad. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things are good. 
things are good coming. It was a it was a lonely weekend. I'm coming off of a lonely weekend. I had like every plan cancel on me, and I was just mm. by my lonesome the whole weekend. I was like, "That's okay." I kept being like, "That's okay." Like you have this other thing coming up, and then it would be like that goes, and I was just like, "Or you're just gonna spend time by yourself, and that's fine, and that's okay." Beautiful, even. How was your you know, weekend? It was good. I went to um my friend's lake house, met oh, her baby. Wow. How's the baby? So cute. So cute. Good baby. So little. Good baby. Little baby. How was the lake? It was fun. It was a rainy day on Saturday. Oh, that's right. You know, it was nice. It was a, we reconnected with Earth and Wow. Played oh. some board games and what games? I don't know. Trivia type. Oh my god. Type games. Trivia? Yeah. Damn. I can't play any type of trivia game. I'm horrible. I can't the only games I can play are like charades. That doesn't surprise me. I know. It doesn't surprise me either, but sometimes it is shocking. Cause you're one of those type you're the part like you don't retain information if you don't care. <laughs> and I guess I never care. <laughs> like, I truly am always shocked. Like, not it's like in Shit's Creek when there's an episode where Moira's like, David, your inability to retain information with knowledge that doesn't have something to do with you is unbelievable. <laughs> that is me. <sighs> I like a fact. I know you really do. You know, I was talking about this. I think I realized the reason that I like learning facts or yeah. like knowing facts. Yeah. Is because I always had a, a like self or, or what's the word I'm looking for? An insecurity that yeah. I was stupid. Absolutely. And that people <laughs> thought I was stupid. I hear so you. Because I grew up thinking and feeling like I was stupid. In my adulthood, I'm like, I want to like know things. I so love that, that. people don't think I'm that. stupid. I guess I just leaned into that. People said, You're dyslexic and you're stupid. And I said, Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not going to remember anything. How do you like that? So we took an opposite approach. Because I was in like dumb math and science and stuff. That'll get you. It's so funny things like that, that <laughs> like. <sighs> You never forget, you know? Mm. Yeah. And I do. I'm like late now. I'm like, well, I did have ADD, I think. Absolutely. It's not right. And I like couldn't study. I don't remember ever a time where I was like, I would just like look at the book open. Yeah. And then you know, be like, well, it seems like everyone else is done. So I guess I can be too. I guess I'm done too. I think schools, the way that school, I know that this isn't a podcast about school, but if it were, I would be like, it's we a need to, it's a finance. We've just, we've got to change the way that we do school and the importance of like test taking and like how there are so many different types of brains out there and so many different types of creative and thinkers and only a certain type do well in school. And it's just not right. I do sometimes wish I'm like, if I was reincarnated, I would want to be like the I would like to live a life where I am the like I'm the head cheerleader. Wow. I am uh, the lead in the play. I wow. get a straight A's. I the whole school is surprised and upset when I don't get into Harvard. 
Absolutely. You know, and, and they're I have like, to go to Chris my safety school it, of Yale. We're never going to be able to do it. It's sort of like in Gilmore Girls, actually. Now that I, I guess I'm saying I want to be Rory Gilmore. It's a great plot. In her next life. It, it, it's nonsense. It makes zero sense sure. to me. Sure. That she, what, she... Does she not get into Harvard or she does? I can't remember. She... I don't think she does. I don't think she does. Yeah. And then she's like, you know what? It's fine. I'm going to yell. But her whole life, she was like, I all know. she cared about was Harvard. And then she's over it immediately. It doesn't doesn't fit. No, but have you? Yeah, she definitely has a hard fall from grace, though. Well, she's been falling since season three. That's true. I mean, the girl is it's a tumble, tumble, trumble, you know, and I mean, that's the thing. It's like, when do you take those cues to mean something about you? Because even then you go to Harvard, you're the smartest in your school. Now you're not the smart. It's like, it can be mm-hmm. like where where your confidence lies can be. I told you, I really used to bully my teachers. Like I did get straight A's, but that is because I bullied teachers. <laughs> you got straight straight A's? Yeah. What was your GPA? In high school? Yeah. I don't know. Very high. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm not not to be surprised that you <laughs> were smart. Yeah. What schools did you apply to? Uh, I did early decision to Syracuse. But one reason oh. I did that was because they have a really good learning disability center. Um, uh, I think I got into, what was that one in Philadelphia? I don't know. I forget every school, I guess. Uh, I looked at Franklin and Marshall. I know I thought about going there. Um, I actually like the admissions woman was like, I'm obsessed with you. You have to go here. And I remember when I was like, I'm going to break her heart. I was literally like, (laughs) mom, I'm going to break her heart. And she was like, I think it's okay. Like, I think that (laughs) you have to do what's best for you. And I was like, I don't know. This woman and I really clicked. (laughs) Like, I was going to go there. I cannot think of a one teacher in high school I connected to. See, I was like, I was best friends with my teachers because I would stay after and essentially make them tell me what was going to be on the test so that I could ace it. Yeah. Well, it worked. It did work. I mean, that's some put some time in and you can really get there. I'm not convinced that most of the teachers would even remember me. Oh, how could they not? I was very quiet. Uh, yeah. Good for you. For the most part, quiet. Yeah, kind of just blending. The only the the only class, two classes I ever got because we got uh, like number grades. What do you mean? Like our report cards would be like ninety five. Oh, ninety three. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. That's annoying, actually. So you couldn't even get straight A's. And well, well, I mean, anything above a 90 was <gasps> we were 94. Really? Oh, yeah. 93 was a B minus or B plus, which sucked. That's insane. I know. And then like there was a thing about, you know, then our GPA was like harder. It was like I hated that. I feel like it was like 90 to 93 was an A minus. That's what it should be. I don't I don't 94 even... to 93. Six was an A, and then ninety-seven yeah. to a hundred was an A plus. It's stupid, stupid that they ever did that. I didn't like that, and the fact that it's not all the same across the board is also dumb. I did once in college get a D minus in a class. Oh my god! In college, I fucking I 
I had to petition to get out of Spanish because I said, let me promise you something. I cannot do it. <laughs> and, I got, yeah. Yeah. In statistics, a D minus. Yeah. And the teach, or my counselor was like, so when you retake statistics, I was like, I'm not retaking statistics. <laughs> I'm happy with and the D minus. Like, she was like, you got a D minus. I was like, it's passing. It's passing. That's what's wild is no one, I remember not knowing that like, oh, my GPA now never matters again. Yeah. Never, not I mean, once. <laughs> literally, I remember getting, I think like a 12 on my first test in that class, like yeah. out of 100. Oh. Like I got like, yeah maybe one question right absolutely i might as well have not even <laughs> gone and taken it <sighs> yeah i also in high school took was in honors history for like 11th and 12th grade and my first test i got a 45 out of 100 yeah. and he said see me on it but i was too nervous to see like i just never oh, did yeah <laughs> and then at the end of the year he was like looking at his thing he's like why didn't you didn't i say see me on this and i was like yeah yeah you and he's like why didn't you see me and i was like i didn't want to see you anxiety i don't know yeah and he he was like i was gonna let you retake it and i was like oh i i was in honors physics in high school and i had to switch to regular after i failed a take-home test you were in honors physics yeah, which was a mistake. I, Do you know I, about physics? I was very, like, it was in science, so I was really good at chemistry. So they were like, put really? her in honors. I said, great. Yeah, I'm really good at, like, I was great at math. If you had to memorize a formula, I was great at that. I was like, plug and play. My, my Delish. But physics was like, you have to make, it was just very difficult. And I, I failed a take home I spent hours on. I was like, I don't understand this for the life of me. So I never hard. took physics or chemistry. They forced us. I mean, I, I wasn't like I wanted to. I think they, we, I'm, everyone else did. I'm the only one that like didn't. Wow. It, it was a whole thing. Maybe. But. Who needs it? Now that we've gone through school trauma, which I can't. School trauma. That is trauma. You forget. You forget. Mm. I watched a good documentary last night. What did you watch? It's called The Jewel Thief. I think it was on like Hulu or something, but it's like this guy who basically this man is just was very passionate about being a thief since he was like in high school. Obsessed, And it's crazy. The things that (gasps) like in high school, he would steal millions of dollars worth of stuff from Radio Shack. What? And get away. He would make fake receipts, then steal the things. Like he would steal things, make fake receipts for the things, go back to the store he stole it from, and return them. Oh, <gasps> that's like. Have and, you heard about the scandal at TJ Maxx? What? No, I don't think so. I only know because Bethany Frankel keeps talking about it. So like TJ Maxx has a designer section, and yeah. I guess like somebody, somebody fake bought a lot or whatever and then returned all um fake designer stuff (laughs) and like the people who work there were just like okay like how are they gonna know so that now tj maxx has this huge issue because it was a million dollars worth of merchandise and so there's like a ton of just fakes in tj maxx because somebody stole the (laughs) designer that's so funny isn't that funny he, this guy, I mean, it's, it's insane the things he would do when he loved, he like, loved it, 
he loved it and he loved they interview him too is he in jail or out of jail he's no longer in jail he had been to jail a few times he got arrested the one time and was in the interview room and when the cops he was like 16 at the time and then the cops got like frustrated with him like left the room when they left the room he climbed into the ceiling wow in the interview room they come back in and they're like where is he like they they have no idea where he went he his friend was like waiting outside because his friend heard the cops say over the thing like he got out so his friend went (gasps) to the this is a good friend went to the police station to like in case he needed a ride yeah and then they end up bringing the friend in and like long story short the it was in omaha nebraska and when the police station closed because it like closes at night i guess oh and they like gave up on trying to find him and they closed until the next day and then he dropped down and like was in the police station by himself there was one cop that he felt was very disrespectful to him so he stole all of his stuff oh my god including like his pictures of his wife and kids like his gun his badge oh my god (laughs) his clothes everything and then took one of the bullets from his gun and <gasps> drew a happy face on it and left it on his desk. Okay, this kid is... But he did get caught uh, the next day and he went to jail for the first time. But then he ends up like marrying this girl in a rich family, was in Austria, and there was like at an art museum. Yeah. And there's this like, it's called the Sissy Stars and they're <laughs> like from the 15th century and whatever. And he stole one of them. From this, like, how? Like a priceless piece of <gasps> jewelry. Jewelry. And like everyone that worked on the case was, it was like world news that it was <gasps> missing. And they're like, someone had been planning this for like, oh my God. Years. years. And he was like, no, I literally saw it and was like, oh, this is so pretty. I'm going to take it. <laughs> and took it and hid it in his grandmother's house so that when he got arrested, like, 30 years later for like real things he used it as like a bargaining chip to be like i have this priceless (gasps) piece of art and i'll give it back for a reduced sentence and it ended up being that he got only he was facing 158 years wow and they made a deal with him for eight years (gasps) and all 18 of his like people that worked for him got charged with nothing as part of the deal wow he also had 18 employees? Yeah, because he ends up being like... Like, he ends up robbing so many banks oh. and in a way that was like... He would find banks either about to open or under construction and, like, get a motel room across the street and watch them for, like, a month and a half. And then he would go and change the, like, screws in the ATM the night that they put in the ATMs. Wow. He would go and... Like, put in screws that were 85%, like, broken. Yeah. So that all you would have to do is, like, hit them and they would pop right off. And so, and then they would load the ATMs with, like, $750,000 before the grand opening of the bank. (gasps) And that night, he would just pop open all the backs, take all of the money. And then it would even, because it's like a room that they load all the ATMs with. I didn't know that. And so... He would, because he like snuck, or at some of the banks, whatever, but because he was on the inside, the alarms would go off on the ATMs. The cops would come 
And they would be like, oh, there's no one here. The ATMs are not being messed with because they can't see the inside. So he would just like hide in the ATM while the cops were there. Then they would leave and then he would take everything. Oh, And he did it like, like hundreds of millions of dollars worth of banks, like all over Canada. And it was, it's, Am I in the wrong profession? I mean, this man had a passion for thievery. Listen, follow your dream. And he would do, like, he got arrested one time. And for his phone call, he called the police station that he was at, (laughs) pretending to be a cop from another police station, and said that he he was a friend of his (gasps) that he grew up with and to take it easy on him. And he would use aliases so they wouldn't know that he was wanted for, like, all this stuff. So they would let him out for, like, $200 bail because the other cop had called to be, like... And he would, like, literally... He would steal... Stole a police car and then purposely took it back through the scene and slowed down and waved at the cops with handcuffs still on. No! Like, he was crazy. He, like got off on it of course he did he's outsmarting the system it's insane what's it called the jewel thief i'm on i have to watch it i actually have felt for a while that i would be a good not thief but distractor like Mm. i'm the person that you call in to be like jesse you go in there and faint or like do something very big that way i can steal and i'll go i got it and like i think i could do that it's like did you watch oceans eight that's what i was about yeah i love oceans eight i love oceans eight like every time i see that movie i'm like i want to be a part of a big (laughs) heist i do (laughs) how fun I mean, so fun. I like, wish. So fun. I really, truly wish. It would be exciting. So exciting. And it's like, it's like a play. It's like, do your part well. Let, let's all nail it together, you know? Yeah. So if you guys are planning any heists. Please let us know. Know anybody that. That knows how to do heist. a heist. Yeah, we're interested. That's so fun. I'd be interested. I've also been kind of in a deep dive of the whole Ariana Grande situation. <gasps> it's really psychotic, right? It's like, <laughs> yes. it's it's really psychotic on her part. I think she might be psychotic. I think that, listen, when you have that much like external validation and you might not feel internal validation, you're gonna like try to grab things that would make you think that if you can get it, then I'll feel good about myself or that's the prize, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, am I the only one that when I see the man, I'm like, that's no, I think everyone is like that. He looks 12. It looks illegal to me. It's just bizarro. I mean, also the fact that she does have that song, break up with your girlfriend. I know. (laughs) It's somebody made a, there's like a scene in Sex in the City where the guy calls Samantha and he's like, it's over. I broke up. I finally told my wife. And she's like, who is this? Yeah. And then hangs. <laughs> and it's like, that's going to be Ariana Grande in uh, a month and a half when this kid, Truly. when she gets bored with this kid. And I, I hope that his wife does not ever take him back. I certainly hope not. Poor you thing. You know, like poor thing. What a nightmare. Like, what a, 
What a nightmare. Wait, so but what I was, was the reading deep things dive? that said that like yeah. Ariana and her husband and him and his wife have like hung out a few times all together. Yikes. And that she held their baby and was talking to his wife about how she wanted to be a mom. That's when cuz sometimes people Sometimes people, when they are manipulative, like they want to see what they're going to take and kind of it's ruin. It's very scandal. It's very, yeah. Isn't that wild? People are crazy. I mean, people that's are so crazy. Crazy. Because if, let's pretend you thought that was going to happen, you'd want to be like, I never want to meet her. Because if I do, I'm going to feel even more guilty. So to be like, yeah, I'll meet her. I'll hang out with her. I'll hold her baby. I would never, ever. I'd be like, I can never meet that girl. Of course. That's what I'm saying. So to do it is just like, maybe she, she's obviously struggling, you know? People also say that he looks like Frankie Grande, her gay brother. Yikes. And that he you never, kind of you never like want to hear that, you know? Excited to see Wicked, though. <laughs> I mean, if it ever comes out. Yeah. Oh, do you think this is going to hold up production? No, no, but they, I mean, they said it's not even coming out till the end of 2024, the first movie. Oh, okay. Wow. There's more than one? They're splitting it into two. Come on. I know. That's stupid. That makes me mad. I feel like it's enough. It's enough. It's also The Wizard and I and Defying Gravity are both in the first act of the musical. So I'm assuming they'll both be in the first movie. Unless they're being a little bitch about it. Like, what What the fuck's taking so long? What are you adding in? What do you think you need that you don't, sir? There are, like, added Ugh. parts and stuff. I, I don't think. give a fuck. Stop it. Knock it off. My question, really, and this is also for Wicked the Musical. I don't need the second act. Well, now, wait a second. The second, you don't need the, well, I like the second act for good. Come on now. I, I, I maybe it just needs another power ballad or something. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but now we're tying up loose ends of the story. You know what I mean? Because I feel like ending Act One with Defying Gravity is a really big move. It's I, arguably the biggest <laughs> song of the show. I remember when I first saw it and I hadn't heard any of the music. I was like, my stomach flipped. I was gonna vomit, and I was like, "This is the most." magical thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> like i was like holy hell the last time i i saw hades town like a few months ago and there was a yeah. sitting in front of me was like this mom and kid definitely not from the city definitely in town to see this musical yeah and it was this like obviously gay Sure. 12, 13 year old kid. Love. Yeah. Thriving. And I have never seen, he was yeah. so happy uh. to be wa like watching him was more exciting than watching the actual th musical because he was like, dead. I've never seen someone I think so happy, like, like so excited sitting yeah. on the literal edge of his seat during yeah. like. <gasps> You know, it's and magical. I was on a date. You were what? I was on a date. Oh my god, you went on a date to a Broadway show? Yeah, with someone who then said they didn't feel a spark soon after, but I got to go to a Broadway show. That's well, that's still fucking romantic and absolutely stunning. And even if he didn't feel a spark, at least he took you to a great show. It was great, honestly. 
Love that. Would no, do again. <laughs> no notes. Literally, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll go to a Broadway show. Wow, I love that. I'd like that energy coming into my life, if you know what I mean. I want to see Sweeney Todd. It's on Broadway right now. Oh, wow. Tell the tale of Sweeney Todd. Yeah. I don't know that many songs from it or really that much from it. I'm also not incredible with blood, but I would go. I feel like a Broadway show normally saves my mental health. So like now is the time, you know? Totally. Now is the time. (laughs) I don't know that Sweeney Todd is the one. I don't know if Sweeney Todd is the one, though. Because I think it's kind of like a horror. Sad. Yeah, I don't know if that's the one for me, but there's got to be a good one that I can... See, whenever I see a musical, I'm always like, the world is a magical place. And all y'all know it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I love it. I concur. I concur. It's truly, it's stunning. I even, dare I say, would be willing to, when and if we go on tour, we gear up for that. I do think there will be a musical theater portion (laughs) where we get to just perform parts that maybe we should have gotten and never were given the opportunity. And that'll be the first show. And then word will get out and we'll never, we won't sell any more tickets. That's not true. (laughs) How dare you? I wish I was in wicked. That's what I'm saying. But listen, whatever. I can't, I can't, I can't dream about it because it's too late and I'm not in it. Okay, well, not that version, but you, you don't know what's coming down the the pipeline. And if imagine being like the friends of like the friends on set that are like Ariana, <laughs> I can't imagine because no one's gonna tell her that it's fucked up. You know, everyone's just like, yeah, you should. Yeah, that's the type of thing where because like I very much am like it's not my place to judge my friends and their actions. I'll reflect back maybe just what's happening. Because, like, a part of you might be like, do you think that maybe your marriage is falling apart and that you're attracted to someone who's uh, unavailable and that and maybe but maybe we go to therapy. Well, it does seem like both their marriages were were falling apart at the same time. But the question has to be asked, is it because but I don't know if they're them? like I think that they're do the do does the wife think their marriage was falling apart? She they no, I don't think so. That's she what I'm saying. That, so according to her, like, like they he, were broken up before they started dating, but she thinks that uh, obviously one thing led to because they had a kid, not what, in November of last year. So Right. And they've been together for over ten years. Yeah, I think that that there is a High lot school of sweethearts. I'm sobbing. Yeah, there's a lot of not communication happening there, and that's upsetting. It's also like this kid. Obviously, I mean, it's got to be hard to say no to Ariana Grande, and he's a weak little coward. Yeah, I'm sure it's like <clears throat> his biggest. I don't know. I, I think I don't know. I think men are weak because <laughs> i think that like i understand being like ariana grande has a really cool cover to her book but like what's inside of it and if i've been high school sweethearts with this other person that i know the book forwards and backwards it's just very interesting to trade that book in 
Well, totally. But that's be, but yeah. That's what happened. He's also like, well, my career will. Do you think that's what he thought? I think it all just. I mean, she's very, very famous. I think famously, she is famous. Arguably, one of the most famous people, probably in the world. Top Listen, 100. I know. If Ariana is listening, girl, it's just, I think that you work on you if you can. Ariana, right if you're listening, <laughs> I support you 100%, girl. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. I just think that maybe we're filling a void and maybe we look into what that void is because he's not the answer. And everybody knows that. Yeah. Well, also, you need to think about, you know, his her wife track and record. His I think there's a track child. record, though, of breaking up people, right, with her? Yes. Yeah. And yeah, I think she makes hasty decisions. I got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But listen, what are you going to do? Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. My life was not oh. <laughs> This is, um, should we write an original musical? I would truly love that. Tomato. Wait, what tomato. was it? Wait, what was it? It was, um, throw them down, knock them down. <laughs> what was it? I forget. It was something down. <laughs> yeah, that you sang. Oh, man. Oh, man. What was it? It was like, knock them down or chop them down. Take them down. I feel like it was oh, two words. I do. I think it was two words. I'll call my people. I'll call my people. I'll listen. Someone tell us. Someone's going to know. But I mean, yeah, we could definitely write a musical. And maybe it's a musical about Ariana Grande <laughs> and this guy and that whatever happened. I'll play Ariana Grande. And I will play the stage manager who is <laughs> losing her mind. <laughs> And telling her friends. Yeah. And leaking it to TikTok. Absolutely. And it's like, Ariana missed one more cue. One more. I dare you, bitch. I dare you. I'm dead. Fabulous. I think you could play Ethan Slater. Thank you for saying that. Okay. Is that his I'm name? I don't even know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll play him then. Yeah. It is. <sighs> what a character. But anyway. Yeah. I have to go. I have to. I'm writing a musical. Okay, I have to go. I have things. I'm actually making money, so I have to make more, unfortunately. I also actually have to make money. I'm actually making money as we speak, so I have to just kind of cash trading. it out. I'm trade, sell, sell, sell. buy, 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 sell. buy. It's, it's uh, trading room floor. It's trading room, you guys. I hope that you're making money today. And if you're not, you're <laughs> valuable to us. <laughs> But unfortunately, that's <laughs> worthless. Yeah. So until next time, live every day like you're a what? The oldest. We love you. Bye. The Middle Children. Middle Children is produced by Cameron Rude. Our theme song is written and performed by Hannah Solo and Alex Mitchell. With photography by Sarah Nathan. And artwork by Abby Lloyd. 